couple of years down the road, yeah. your life looks very different. Oh, no. From uh, what you're doing now. Uh, what do you mean? You no longer live in uh, Los Angeles. Where am I? Am I like back home home? Yeah. you're. you're no, you're back in Austin. Oh. Why did I move back to Austin? Um, you actually end up uh, taking over uh, the Velveeta Room. Oh, Lord. Uh, the d- comedy club on uh, 6th Street. What happens to you? Oh, so yeah, I, I'm uh, the current uh, manager of it. What happened is um, you came to visit. Yeah. And uh, we were like, uh, you had done like some guest sets. Uh, Danny Goodwin was headlining. Oh, man. Yeah. How did, so, how did he do? He fucking ate shit, <laughs> yeah. dude. He opened up with this very <laughs> Ill, ill-advised uh, riff about why uh, Planned Parenthood should be shut down. Oh, Danny. <laughs> and like he was, but like, he, he, you know, he's not good enough to like get across the idea that he's being ironic <laughs> or sarcastic. So people just took him at his word. Oh, no, Danny. And then he tried to like uh, win the crowd back by doing some uh, impressions. Yeah. But uh, you man, guys like impressions? Yeah. And like no one said anything. And he just kind of sat there like frozen. And eventually he just did a Gilbert Gottfried voice. He was okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you figure you have like you have like a great set, man. Yeah. You know, and you're you're feeling good. You're you're like, man, God damn it. Sometimes this place drives you crazy. But this was a good night. And uh, you you hang out with me uh, for a minute as I uh, get the uh, the bar closed down. Yeah. And uh, we leave. You know, I close up shop. And uh, we're walking back to where we parked. Uh, and we're walking. Yeah. And I and I look at you and I go, you know what, Aaron? Sometimes I almost forget how great of a friend you are. Oh, and that's very sweet. And I go, and it's important to have friends like you along the way in life. I feel the exact same way. We have uh, we have a unique kinship. Yes. Uh, but you don't say it. You uh, fart what? in response. Yeah. No, you no. Had, you had to fart so bad, and you were like, "Okay, oh, this be," and you're like, "This would be kind of funny." And so you fart, okay, and actually, yeah, I could, yeah, you're right. It knocks me into the street, and wait, uh, my wait, I'm, th- I like turn and I like, I'm face to face with you because we're having a conversation, and then I turn and aim a fart at you, and yeah. it is so forceful it knocks you into the fucking street, Pat. Yeah, like seven feet into the street. How many PSI and- are we talking? You know? <laughs> so um, what happens is I fall into the street and uh, I'm uh, run over by a truck. Oh, no. Ca- uh, carrying landmines. Oh, no. <laughs> and so... Um, <laughs> Do any of them go off? Yeah, one went <laughs> off and then it yeah. caused like all the other ones to go off. Oh, so, no. Uh, there's like nothing left of uh, my body except uh, my feet. Oh god! And uh, like, and when the paramedics get there, they see that and they go, "Ooh!" And they just pick them up and like, <laughs> th- like with like two fingers. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. Ugh, gross. Yeah, yeah. And they just like th- they just throw them away. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're never found again. So uh, in my will, so you're you're a little like, oh shit. And so in, yeah, in, Pat, in, I just farted you to your death. And also the the guy driving the truck, he died too. Well, yeah, I guess all those mines. Yeah. Were there any other? Were there any other like casualties? 
Um, no, it was just uh, myself and the driver. What was his name? Gordon Flex. <laughs> yeah. Gordon Flex uh, <laughs> is... Look, he's not a great guy, okay? Yeah, he we, actually is... He's dead. An he's an enforcer for like this uh, local uh, uh, criminal mastermind named uh, the Coinstar Kingpin. Oh, no. And so uh, Gordon Flex like works for him. <laughs> so he was actually delivering these landmines to do evil. So it's, you know, it's a good thing they exploded. Yeah. Yeah. And your body was blown to smithereens, except for your feet. They got thrown into a trash can. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I, I, but I, I mean, like, like I was I already going to, I was, it doesn't matter what happened to my body. I was already going to die. I mean, they yeah, ran over my head. It, I still it burst to, open. I have to live with the open, guilt. My head bursts open like a watermelon, oh, and you God. can swear that you can see seeds no, flying everywhere. You. Fuck Just you. for a second. See, and fuck you. I don't see seeds in your brain. Brain you seeds. son of a bitch. Are you kidding me? Brain. I see the seeds in your brain. Just for a second. I mean, like you, like there's many times that you go back to that uh, corner to look for those seeds, and you never find them, dude. Though something tells tells you one day you will. That fucking sucks. So in my will, it stipulates that um, I leave uh, Valve uh, management to you. And, and you're like, and you think to yourself, like, you know, I... Uh, I guess, you know, it was completely my fault that he died after confessing his uh, eternal friendship. So I would just uproot my life after just like starting to get settled in, in L.A. Yeah. To move back to Austin to run the it's, valve. It's a very legally binding will. It was put together by the best lawyer in town. But like that doesn't mean they could force me to do that. Well, I mean, fucking. You know what I, I mean? mean? Yeah. I mean, tell it to the judge. I would. I, I, I would. Who's, who sided with my estate? I would. You can't make me do that. But they do. So you're running the valve a few me. years down the road. God damn it! And uh, honestly, things are going pretty good, man. Um, did I know, did I know that you wanted me to do that? You had no idea. Though you, you did you did find a uh, a letter that I had written to you. In your hand in your handwriting. Yeah. It Jesus was it was Christ. it was found in my uh my like my safe and yeah. it said it, it said Aaron um if you are reading this then I am dead <laughs> most likely violently <laughs> Look um I I know that this is kind of going to be a weird adjustment for you but you're the only person I could think of that could do this job and god damn it I want to look down from heaven and see the valve being run well, the way it deserves. And that's why I picked you. I asked uh, Jay White Cotton to do it, but he said no. So it's got to be you. <laughs> so Jay can turn it down, but I can't legally. Yeah. yeah. And then I love you, Pat. P.S. <laughs> Bitch. So um, you, uh, you, you had a pretty good night there, you know, like, like things... Uh, how far well. how far along am i into your tenure um about three months in okay and this is and, how this is how long down the down the line uh two years jesus christ okay 
And uh, at this point, you're kind of enjoying it. Honestly, it's a very fun job. And yeah. there's like some cool, like you you get to like meet some pretty interesting people. Yeah, but I just to... spent two and a half years living in L.A., like getting settled at that point. I'm like probably settled. Yeah. You know, I'm probably like much more active than I am right now. You're writing, you're working on a screenplay. Yeah. Donatello's Revenge. Oh, no. Is this part of the Ninja Turtle verse? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I could, I you, could see myself uh, doing that. Yeah. You would uh, put together a pitch to do like a like a, another reboot of the Ninja Turtles uh, movie franchise. Yeah. Back to the rubber suits, dude. It's the way it's got to be. Yeah. You know? So. um, You don't fuck with the classic. So you're working on that uh, still. Is it good? Uh, it's pretty funny. It's but, pretty funny, man. But is it good? Um, it's the first draft, so okay. it's mainly you're actually just trying to get words on the paper, yeah, so yeah. that you can come back and 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 edit. You know what I mean? Type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So so far it's going pretty good. Okay. So, how far? Um, how far into it am I? Uh, you're about two thirds of the way through. Okay. You just gotta you just gotta keep pushing. Yeah. Okay. You know, you got to keep chugging along. You if think I'm, to yourself, if I'm chugging along, it'll be done in a month or so. Yeah. Okay. Lately, when you've been sitting down to work on the screenplay, you go <laughs> choo choo out loud. Man, I've definitely done that. <laughs> you know, <sighs> I say the phrase <laughs> chugging along a lot. Do you? I do. <laughs> Just chugging <laughs> along. Because it's just like, like, yep, I'm getting by, you know? <laughs> and yeah. that's what it is. Like just Yeah, it definitely doesn't say you're accelerating. No. I'm just but I'm but I'm not stagnant. So it's like an okay place to be. Yeah. So you uh you had a good night. Uh oh, and fuck, uh man. Michael uh Park is about to leave. Yeah. And um he like walks away and you just remember like, oh shit, he forgot to grab the um the Michelobes. Yeah. We serve Michelob there now. Other than that, it's the exact same. Okay. And uh, you go, oh, hey, Michael. And he like whips his like head around like, huh? Yeah. And when he does that, his uh, beret goes flying off. Yeah. And it lands on the ground. Oh, no. And he's like, he kind of like sighs deeply and like pulls out like a different beret and puts it on. Oh, is it like the American flag to him? Yeah. <laughs> he burns the... Uh, <laughs> The beret that touched the crowd. <laughs> oh no, Michael. you help him. Do, you help him do it. Yeah, man, I'd help him. I mean, we'd have and, to do it outside. You know? Sure. Yeah, of course. So you do that, and then he's like, um, he kind of like looks at you, and he just goes like, "What a night!" Well, Velveeta Zane. Velveeta Zane. He walks into uh, the darkness. Yeah. So you um go home and again you had like made some serious coin that night you made like 350 dollars okay and you think to yourself you know i know what i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do with this money buy a plane ticket you buy a fucking plane ticket dude Where yeah you go? man i can i can go have i been home lately um no I would probably go back and see my mom and my sister or go see my brother. And you, you know. think to yourself, why not all of them? 
Because they so, live in separate places. So you decide over the next couple of uh, months, um, you're going to make a concerted effort to see your family more. And yeah. you, decide to, you decide to start with um, your mother. Yeah. My sister's there, too. Tight. Um, you go to the uh, the Austin airport, and um, you're sitting there, and they're like, uh, hey, everybody, uh, for the nonstop flight uh, to uh, St. Louis, du- Dupo, Illinois. No, they don't have a fucking airport in Dupo. They just built one. Fuck you, Ben. You don't understand how shitty of a town that is. It's a shitty airport. Yeah, it's got to be. And there's no way that there's a, a flight coming out of a, a fucking passenger flight coming out of Austin going to <laughs> Dupo Airport. Dupo, uh, if you if you go to Dupo Airport, they have uh, buy one, get one free tickets. Like, they're not doing well, dude, financially. Well, then, of course, I would do that. They're doing all these gimmicky things to, like, get people to, like, fly in there. Yeah. Like, they go, oh, if uh, the 69th uh, passenger to walk in... Um, gets uh five grand well that seems like a, a shitty business model but i would try it's to not, exploit yeah. it so yeah and you do uh even though like so many people that you know from back home work there so um you know you go you know sit down and they go anyway hey everyone um <clears throat> this is uh cindy looper uh and uh, unfortunately, the the flight to uh, Dupal, Illinois, is going to be uh, delayed. You motherfucker! By about uh, she goes nineteen hours. What? Yeah. Can I can I get a different flight like to St. Louis? There, everything's sold out. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, uh, St. Louis this year is the uh, location of uh, this uh, festival called Charles Con. Uh, Charles Khan is uh, this this giant festival where yeah. uh, if your name is Charles, you go to this fucking festival, dude. It's celebrating yeah. all things Charles. Yeah. And uh, unless you have special like, you know, dispensation from like them, if your name is not Charles and you show up to this thing, things it things get violent quickly, dude. Like Scott Bayo could probably go. Absolutely. You know. So, um, yeah, he's actually the uh, the spe- the special speaker that Scott year. Scott Bayo. Yeah, he's gonna deliver a uh, a, a speech uh, about how he's scientifically proven that there's no God. Isn't he like a right wing ding dong? He goes, yeah. He goes, well, look, when you see these equations, you'll know what I'm talking about. Man, I suck at math. I'm not gonna get this. Uh, please don't talk about God. Well, I'm not. So the point is that. Uh, that's where Charles Khan is going on, and so all every Charles uh, in you know in town went, and there was a surprising amount coming from Austin. This is a very Charles heavy city. Yeah, and you had no idea. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't know that. And you look at them, you just think to yourself, like like you think about those goddamn Charles people, and you think to yourself, those goddamn chucks. <laughs> that sounds like a, a a racial slur. 
in the yeah, two years from now, um, that becomes like a slur for people named Charles. Oh, okay. and like you're not proud of yourself for saying it, and you're me like, come on, Aaron, that wasn't cool. Uh, yeah, you go, you you're like, man, that's not me. You're a little annoyed at yourself, and um, you kind of like uh, become just you know sitting there for a second. And you're like, what what's my next move? You know, uh, there's a TV uh, rights uh, like next to you. Yeah, and uh, suddenly you hear like, uh, Aaron, 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 Aaron. Oh no, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> I look to the TV. So there's a uh, a football game going on. Yeah, and uh, what's what's happening is that standing in who's the playing? screen, the Washington Redskins. <laughs> Uh, they're they're playing they're playing against themselves because their opponent didn't show up. Oh, so they were just like, "Fuck it, let's turn this into like a scrimmage." Yeah, basically, the Green Bay Packers um, they they all slept in. <laughs> okay, it's the biggest coincidence <laughs> ever. Yeah, they all they all on the same day. Everybody they, just slept in. Yeah, and they, and they wake they all woke up and they were like, "Oh fuck!" They're so pissed. So. The uh, the Redskins decided just to play, you know, against each other. But so basically, there's a, a referee uh, on the field. Yeah. And what's weird is that his upper body is fucking jacked. Yeah. Like you can, like he has so many veins. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're all pumping. He. Um, That's pretty gross. Looks, what's What's weird is that he looks like pretty old. Yeah. Kind of, he's just kind of like this older looking guy who's a referee and he's just fucking jacked and he's staring right at you oh no and you see him go Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> what do you do I, I mean I'm looking at him I'm terrified there's a referee in the television staring at me saying my name Pat I'm fucking scared and you notice that like suddenly all like everyone, all the football players are like kind of like looking out at you from the screen. None of them are moving. Jesus. They're they're watching me through the camera. And what happens is the uh, the referee kind of it's hard to explain. He kind of just steps out of the TV set. Yeah. And kind of like walks on air he down does. to the ground. Yeah. And you see this fucking jacked. Yeah. Referee, dude in front of you he has a giant whistle you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and, and he goes aaron my name is calvin Moreway, <laughs> the the buff referee the gods have granted me the ability to change the rules <laughs> you can either become the best dancer in your family or never have to wait in a line again oh b you oh, decide oh, a. a b I don't give a fuck about dancing. Yeah. I don't think anybody in my family is, is an exceptional dancer. Yeah. You know, I, that means nothing to me. But are you kidding me? Sure. I never have to wait in a line again. Yeah. That means traffic. That Yeah, that's part of it, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not even a fucking choice. So he goes, um, he just like uh, goes, you have chosen never have to wait in a line again. Yeah. He puts a uh, that giant whistle to his fucking lips and oh, he blows no. into it and it's almost like you're hearing like the breath of god through this <laughs> thing yeah like you are you hold on to your seat 
and <laughs> you're like holy shit and you're like you think you're about to go flying but luckily like it kind of like dies down yeah and uh the buff referee uh turns around and he just like kind of again kind of walks on air back up <laughs> to the uh the tv screen where the football players are still kind of staring at everything yeah and he kind of gets back into the screen and they go tweet hike and then they uh you know the game goes on yeah <laughs> so you're kind of like well tweet hike <laughs> Yeah, that was him blowing his yeah. blowing his whistle. Pat, Pat Dean, master of football knowledge. Tweet <laughs> hike. That's what they say. They say that. Yeah. So you're kind of like well, that was fucking weird, and um, you you just decide like fuck this. I'm just I'm gonna go back to my apartment for the time being. So okay. you uh, you drive back. What's the first thing you do? Do you test this new power? Do you believe it? Why was he so jacked? These are the things that like you're thinking. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious about his his body. Uh, he was old, dude. Yeah. I I mean, at some point, I would test it. Yeah. You know, like when I when I get in line at the airport, like. So so, what do you do? What's the, what's the first thing you do? Uh, I I don't know. Like I think. I don't know if it's going to work and I don't want to like risk being late. So I would probably just kind of hang out until I had to go back to the airport. So you hang out for uh, 19 hours. Um, I mean, that's like, that's a full fucking day. You sure. Know? I would, if, if that happened at like in the morning, you know what I mean? Yeah. So then I have to get there like early. So I would just go home and I would go to bed early and just wake up and go to the airport. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So yeah. you uh you go home and uh as you like get up to um to go home, suddenly like the uh the stewardess looks up, like uh, not the stewardess, I'm sorry, the um lady uh, the gate. Yeah, looks up and she goes, "Oh, uh Mr. Brooks, uh, uh you can you can come here. Come here real quick." What do okay. You do? I go over to, I go over to her. She goes, she's like, "Well, you I mean, you don't have to wait here sir she opens the door to like the uh that like long hallway that takes you to a plane like yeah and you see people getting off like they're like what the hell why do we have to get off they're like what's, what's like they were going to uh indiana and um you like kind of you're like well that was weird and you uh you walk down uh that long hallway oh they got on turn. the wrong plane no they were kicked off oh they got kicked off because of me yeah oh well you never have to wait in a line ever again. Okay. Thanks to Calvin Morway and his godlike lungs. Ugh. So, um, you uh, kind of. Why did they kick off multiple people for me? They needed a plane, and the other plane was delayed. Remember? Yeah, but like, how come? Did they kick off? Did they let other people in, or was it? No, a, it's just you. So they, it's a two for one swap. Why are they giving me? Are they giving me two seats? No, it's it's just you. You never have, you never have to wait in line ever again. And you turn around and you kind of like catch the eye of that uh, the woman working at the gate, and she just gives you the dirtiest look. Oh man! So you get on uh, the plane and sit down, and they're like, "All right, well, I guess we're we're taking you to St. Louis," and they uh, fly you there. Wait, they make everybody else get off the plane? 
Yeah, it's just you. The entire plane. Yeah, because they were going somewhere else. Your flight was delayed so long. Oh, the remember? Indiana, yeah. Yeah. So you uh, you sucks. land in, uh, in St. Uh, Louis. Your mom picks you up, and uh, she's like, hey, uh, I'm really hungry. Do you care if we go to, like, um, White Castle? Yeah, she, she goes, and she, you guys say White Castle at the same time. That's 100% go, happened. Then you both go, Jinx, you owe me a Coke, but you say that at the same time. Uh, and then you go, happened. then you both go, holy fuck. That has also never happened. So you guys kind of don't talk for a second because you said all that stuff in unison and it kind of weirded you out. Yeah. And uh, she's like, all right, I'm going to pull into White Castle. And she pulls up to uh, the drive through and uh, there is like a bunch of cars like waiting. Yeah. But there's like an open space. Like in fr- like at the front of the line. Cars are just idling. It's like they've been there for a while. Do you pull in? I pull in behind the last person. You pull in behind the last person, and then suddenly they all like speed up quickly, so they go through the line, and now they're <laughs> in back of you. <laughs> they make a complete circle. Okay, three sixty. Then, I, then I, I guess it's my turn. And your mom, your mom goes, "What was that?" I go, "Mom, I would tell her. My mom and I are very close. I would tell her sure. everything that happened to me." And she just looks at you, and she's like, "She would have already known at this point. I would have already told her." And she's like, "Aaron, so I told you, people just get out of line." You guys, I, told, uh, I tell what? her about, I tell her about the buff referee. I tell her about all of it. <laughs> and she's kind of worried about you. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. And so um, you uh, are hanging out, you know, in Dupo uh, with your mom. And and like you, you just don't bring it up again, you know. And she's like, she doesn't bring it up. You guys kind of have this silent agreement to not talk about the buff referee and the, the whole, you know, okay. madness. She's like really weirded out by it. She, yeah, you can tell that she's weirded out by it. But you can also tell that like, let's just let it be for a second and maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow type yeah. of deal. Okay. And um <clears throat> suddenly from outside you hear like this like kind of muffled like almost like electric guitar. It's like what do you do <laughs> that song fucking sucked bad <laughs> what do you mean that sucked so bad no dude they're playing guitar <laughs> that was so bad what you just did then why i thought it was cool no you'll you'll have to listen to this episode again because it was so bad oh no so so what do you do i go after you hear that after you hear that badass metal i would go what the i go did did you hear that and she goes yeah it sounds like some badass rock licks no yeah my mom would probably say she'd probably call them rock licks yeah uh I would go, okay, that's really weird. So um, I wouldn't give it a second thought. She uh, opens the door to see like what's going on. And um, kind of like outside, there is this like a floating like a uh, orb. What the fuck, Pat? And from 
like the the bottom of it like has opened up and there are like several like gold lizard like beings kind of like floating there and they're all playing electric guitar and this is now it's fucking loud dude yeah wow 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 and you're like and you're like fucking impressed dude no i'm not no i'm not the only thing worse than the first song was the second song. Why are there like golden lizard beings? They go playing they this go, trash. They go, <laughs> sucks. They go, we are the keepers of the cosmos. Oh, fuck. And we seek he who does not wait. That's me, I guess. What are we doing? And so uh, you kind of like blink and suddenly you're being like sucked by a tractor beam uh, uh, dick first into the air. They're like orb. What? By my yeah, dick? They su- yeah, they grab you with a uh, like a force field thing. Like, yeah, by the by the tip of your, of your penis. That would hurt they- so bad. It, but it kind of feels good. <laughs> oh, it does look bad. Like it- you're... Like yeah, it pinches a little bit, and you're like, ah. Oh. But after a second, you're like, you think you kind of liken it to uh, getting into a hot tub. You know what I mean? Okay. At first, you're like, oh god, but then you know your body adjusts to it, and you begin to see the benefits, my friend. Yeah. So you get sucked uh, into this uh, orb, and uh, those lizard guys are there with their with their electric guitars, uh, and they're they go and explain that they're the keepers of the cosmos. They're this um, sort of uh, you know almost magic like beings that kind of uh patrol the galaxy yeah they have to like stop you know black holes and um you know stuff like crimes against physics and stuff like that yeah so they're like uh they go on to explain that uh something has taken over the source wall the source wall is this uh, wall at the end of uh, our, you know, our galaxy, and some would say our plane of existence. It's just this giant uh, wall that uh, many people have tried to uh, cross. Yeah, you can see like there's like spikes coming out of the wall and stuff like that. You can see different you know adventurers who have tried to uh, cross the source wall but failed miserably. Um, there is a stuffed teddy bear there that's like stabbed against the wall, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And so you're like, whoa, this is this is kind of weird. And they and they look at you and they go, they go, yeah, that's the source wall. It it it's you know the last barrier until the next dimension. And they go, something has taken it over. The source is usually you know doesn't really do anything. It doesn't do anything bad. But now it's like doing some fucked up stuff. Like now it's like shooting its spikes out at the fucking galaxy, dude. And they go, that sounds dangerous. They go, yeah, it's so dangerous. Yeah. That that's why they need he who never waits, aka Aaron Brooks. Oh no. Yeah. What do they need me like, to do? They go they go and explain that they're gonna like stand in line in front of the source wall just outside of its like reach, like before it notices it. And then you come out behind them, and because you never have to wait in a line, you can cross the source wall. Absolutely, absolutely not. No. 
I just got a really cool ability to never have to wait in line for anything. Yeah. I'm my life is going to become so much easier. But you're not curious at what lies on the other side of the source wall, the barrier of existence. I would tell them like, I want to live some of this life first. I'm not ready to take that risk right now. Yeah. You know, and they're like, we understand. And then they uh, push you out of the airlock and, uh, Great. there's, uh, two, um, members of the keepers me. of the cosmos like standing in front of uh, the source wall yeah and uh they time it perfectly or, or rather aim you perfectly so that you just land like right behind them you know what i mean yeah yeah and you think to yourself oh my god i'm floating in space and then um you're suddenly like sucked past again dick first uh almost like you go straight through the source wall but it doesn't like hurt you or anything like that but it's you're pulled through by your penis onto the other side of existence. Great. And there you find. It's weird. It's like an all white room. God damn it. But it's. Uh, there's it's almost like there's no walls there at all. Yeah, Pat. And you kind of like are looking around. And you go, what the hell is this? And uh, from behind you, you just uh, hear like a do 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 do, and you go, "What the heck?" And um, you turn around, and um, standing there is this dude. He's probably eight feet tall, easily, yeah. dressed like a clown. He's got one of those like uh, uh, flower water shooter things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know uh, exactly what you mean, Pat. Yeah, and he um, is holding like a balloon. Yeah, uh, the balloon has your face on it. Mm -hmm. And what he's doing is he's just, he's just kind of like casually bouncing it, almost against the ground, even though there is no ground. So it's going ba boom, ba boom, da do, da do, da do, making that noise. Yeah, and he looks at you and he goes, "Hello, Aaron. My name is Dreamy, Dreamy Dan, Dan, ruler of the Dreamscape." And he goes. You made it to the other side of existence. Welcome. He sticks his hand out. Do you shake his hand? Big smile on his fucking face. He's an eight foot tall clown. Holding a balloon with my face on it. After I was just transported against my will to the source wall mere hours after learning that I have an ability where I never have to wait in line for anything ever again, including traffic, including having to wait for a plane. I'll it, wasted, it wasted so much gas, dude. I don't shake his fucking hand. I don't. I go, what the fuck is going on? And he goes, he goes, oh, silly Billy, you'll see. And he squirts uh, his uh, like flower thing, God and uh, a bunch of this like strange like yellow liquid comes out and like covers you from head to toe instantaneously. <sighs> and you just hear him like laugh, like ha 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 ha, like, oh, like a demon. No. And then um, you're like, ah! you hear like all this weird noises and stuff. Uh, and then suddenly um, you kind of like come to. And you're like, what the fuck? You're in that same room with no walls. Except now, 
it's almost like you're a little bit taller. What the fuck, Pat? You're about eight feet tall now. God and, uh, damn it. You look down at yourself and you're like, holy shit, because you're wearing the exact same clown suit that Dreamy Dan was wearing. <sighs> and standing in front of you is just like a normal looking guy. And he goes, hell yeah. And he disappears. And uh, for the next uh, 10 billion years, uh, you rule uh, the dreamscape, uh, which is on the other side of the source wall. Um, fuck? It's you have a uh, like a balloon, uh, but it's just like blank. Nobody uh, comes through for a while. Uh, about uh, six uh, million years into it, uh, this like guy kind of like pops up and he's like, what the hell? And he goes and he looks at you and he goes, holy shit. And then he uh, turns around because there's like a door there and he like opens it and shuts it. So you rule the dreamscape uh, for the next one and a half billion years uh, before eventually uh, your domain is uh, destroyed in uh, the great final battle of the universe. You become the dream lord. Could I have just left at any time? There was a door there? Yeah, I could have left at any fucking time, and I stayed there for one point five billion years. No, but no, you can't. You can't escape. Oh, as dream as the new dream lord. So I just stand there for one point five billion years, waiting for somebody to show up. Yeah, and it takes them millions of years to do it. Mm-hmm. But while you're while you're doing it, you have a chance to like, you have like time to yourself. So you fuck end up you. you end up writing Dude, like fuck you. You end up writing a I novel. Would cho- I would choke myself with the sleeves of my outfit. Yeah, it doesn't work. I'd wrap them around my neck and I would just squeeze. There's only one thing that can kill Dreamy Dan, and that's basically the final battle of the universe. So. But you you end up writing a bunch of novels, and they're so good because you have so yeah. much time to work on them. Cool, but man. no no one ever reads them. <laughs> Before you die screaming. All right. <laughs> one and a half billion years from now. Fuck off. <laughs> God, it sucked.